0: Welcome to 3Q, where I interview industry professionals for just 15 minutes by asking three powerful questions. I'm your host, Rachel Vogel, and joining me tonight is the founder of Veli Brand and partner of Sounds Music Group. Veli. He's a Philadelphia-based entrepreneur, music executive, and artist manager with an international footprint who's known for building his own company called Veli Brand. Veli Brand has become known for booking top-selling and Grammy-nominated artists like Rod Wave, DaBaby, p PMB Rock, Ian Dior, 24K Golden, and many, many others. And since 2015, the company has put on more than 100 shows across the country. So with that said, Veli, it's great to have you join me. How's it going?
1: Thanks for having me. Um, things are going pretty well. Super excited to be a part of this.
0: Excited to have you on. All right. Well, with that, are you ready to dive right in?
1: Of course, let's do it.
0: Imagine for a second you're sitting down with your 25-year-old self. What one piece of advice would you give him on a personal note? And what one piece of advice would you give him from a business perspective?
1: I think they both go hand in hand. So what I have personally would also go the same professionally. But you know, I I would tell my 25-year-old self, don't be afraid to let go. Um, I think a lot of times people become too attached to things, whether it be people, whether it be the job, whether it be just anything that they're involved with. And, um, you know, I've, I learned that a little after 25, 27, 28. But if I could tell my 25-year-old self, I would say, you know, don't be afraid to let go. You know, not one person, not one event, not one situation. to be able to make you, you know, you you want to be able to, to last no matter who's in the picture or, or uh, what's in the picture. So I, w- I would tell myself it's okay to let go and don't be afraid.
0: Yeah, that's great advice. What ultimately led you to starting your own company? Was that always a goal that you had in mind?
1: Um, no, I actually was afraid to start my own company. I never thought I'd be the face of my own company. So I was doing shows, um, but I was fine with doing it um, under the guise of like a studio that I was working for. So I was doing shows under them. Um, and the guy I was working with actually pushed me do my own shows because he knew that I was bigger and better than what they had going on. Um, And I I, I could do more. So he's the reason he pushed me to start my own brand. I never thought I could run my own company. And a lot of friends that I had when I was growing up, they've known me from, I I threw a party. I was trying to get into parties. I had a party one time that flopped so bad. (laughs) <laughs> and I, I, you know, I stopped doing events. So the fact that I was able to throw more events successfully to people that knew me from then is like wow.
0: And what's like so, the biggest piece of advice with throwing events that you could give about like finding your clientele?
1: You have to know your brand and know what you want to represent. When I was doing concerts, I, I feel like the art of promotion. I hate the term promoter, by the way. I just feel like the name of promoter carries a bad term. People think of like. Most uh negative things in my opinion when they talk about promoters. I don't like being called a promoter, but the art of promoting is very unique and not as easy as people think. You know, just because you have money doesn't mean you can throw an event and it'll be super super successful. You can't just have money and book an artist and think it's gonna sell out. And, you know, I think that it's important to have a brand um and know what your brand is. Like for me with Velly Brand, I felt like I could stand out by booking artists. That people may not be so much hip to in like a in like a um, a whole global sense because Philadelphia is like a BC market. When it comes to touring, it's not a primary market for a bunch of artists. It's a a secondary market, so you don't really see many cutting edge, new, trending stuff come out of Philly as far as from the concert business. And so my idea with the with the brand was to um, be that person who could tell you what's next. So I booked the upcoming artists, artists that were next. Like so, I was the first person to end up booking like. We go nasty in Philly, like first person a baby, little TJ, Rod Wave, Young Nudie, like a whole bunch of people. And that's how I kind of like set myself apart from others, because I was able to do it, whereas other people want to take that chance. Like I was a risk taker. Mm-hmm. So the best advice I would give to anybody, and, and that worked for me, that might not work for everybody else. So the best advice I would give is when you're doing events, what is your brand? What is the theme? And how can you portray that? You know, you want to make people fall in love with your company um and your brand. No matter who's on the lineup, I could book Jay Z or I could book a random local artist, it's still gonna pack out the same way not in a not, not uh, literal sense, but in the sense like, you know, people always flock no matter who's on the bill.
0: Right. Moving on to question two, every industry has its dirty little secrets and you and I both know that it's no different in the music industry. And sometimes people think that's a bad thing, but that's not always the case. Sometimes they can be good. What's one secret you would like to share with our listeners about the industry?
1: I don't know if it's a secret, but uh, it might be a common misperception. You can go very far by being yourself. You know, you have to conform to any industry beliefs or whatever morals you think you have to have in order to make it you can be yourself you can create your own rules and you can go very very far if you're anything like me you know when you get to go to bed at night and uh look in the mirror as long as you feel like you could you said you did it your way you'll be able to sleep well at night so you know that's 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 a secret you know you don't have to there's no gatekeepers there's nobody that can stop you and you know you can go very far just be yourself and don't give up
0: and i feel like the right community will find you eventually
1: yeah you just have to be patient a lot of people give up before is to, too they, they help too um, soon you know and you know you gotta just keep working and the people that respect you and or or, or that want to be around you and you know i'm saying gravitate to what you got going on they'll they'll uh, find you
0: so before we jump into the last question can you talk a little bit about sounds music group and how you got involved mm-hmm. with that so
1: me and my partner solomon we've been friends since maybe 2016, 2017. We met because, you know, I was doing concerts. A good friend of ours, uh, Birdman Zoe, uh, from, from New York, he tweeted, if you ever knew anything affiliated, contact Valley." And that's how me and Solomon got connected. We was friends um, for a while. And then I remember one day we were hanging out in New York, just walking around New York. And he was telling me how he was managed a couple of artists. Wanted to get into consulting work. Blah blah blah. We had a good day, and you know, I went back home to Philly. He went home to New York. A couple of weeks later, this this kid named X, uh, they started to blow up. You know, Solomon started managing X. You know, he he had a great success with X. As he was managing X, Solomon called me one day, and he was like, "Yo, I'm starting a JV at Republic. You know, do you want to work with me?" I said, yeah. "I said, yeah." And so you know, we we had a label at at um, we had a JV at uh Republic in 2019. It, it didn't go well at all. Um we both didn't know what we were doing. And you know, it was kind of trial and error. Unfortunately, um around that time exit passed, things, things happened. And then you know, coming into the, the COVID year 2020, after Republic flopped, you know, we didn't really know what we were doing. And so we decided to just ban the label and get into management. Uh get back into management focus on management. And um one thing led to another. Simon, artist led to another, and we've had a great run. We've managed a lot of artists. We've had a lot of viral success. A lot of, you know, a couple of platinum gold records. Um, you know, we 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 we've been real successful. And uh, me and Simon partners, we um, yeah, that's a you know short story how, you know, what I'm saying kind of got involved. He's a brother of mine, so.
0: Final question. Here we go. Throughout your career, I can only imagine you've been asked plenty of questions, whether it was for an industry conference, the media, or maybe a promotion. But throughout all of those interviews and all of those questions, there has to be one that you've never been asked, but would have liked to. So what is that question and what would be your answer?
1: So the first two questions you asked, I don't think I've ever been asked that. So that's already there. But um, so I don't think in an in interview setting, nobody has ever asked me what um, Velly means and uh, or how I got the name. Um, so Velly isn't really my real name. A lot of people think that even my parents call me Velly. Um, you know, I've always had nicknames growing up. Um, and my favorite rapper back in the day, this all plays a part to me being ahead of the curve. My favorite rapper back in the day was Waka Flocka. So. You know, I, I used to get teased a lot for like in walker. Um, it was a little left field, especially being a Philly. That's not what people listen to like that. Um, and so Flocka had an album called Flocka I call myself Marla Velly for my first name. You know, this was like MySpace days, it was a long time ago. And um everybody started calling, calling me that. And then after a while, you know, I just dropped the Marla, the first part, and um, you know, I just been going by Velly. So even in high school, like, teachers call me Veli. Like, college, they call me Veli. Like, you know, everybody calls me that. And, um, you know, that's that's where it came from. You know, maybe one day when I have kids, name my son Veli. So <laughs> we'll see. But it's it's definitely been able to create a life of its own. Um, and that's actually how the name Veli brand came from, Malavelli. Marla Valley. I remember being in my college dorm, and I was thinking, like, you know, what do I want to name my – uh? my uh, company and i'm not good at this type of stuff i'm not really super creative i don't think of names like that i remember i was talking to my roommate and i was like how about Velly brand that's kind of how it came apart
0: simple enough but effective
1: <laughs> that's that's the motto that that's that's what i wanted to represent i'm a simple guy black and white what you see is what you get but you know also come a lot of, a lot of dynamics you know what i'm saying like you know yeah
0: Well, Veli, thank you again for joining me and to everyone listening. I hope you enjoyed tonight's episode. Stay tuned for next week of 3Q, where I interview industry professionals for just 15 minutes by asking three powerful questions. See you then.